Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This is David Prosper, host of the Leadership Revolution. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast from Public House Media. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining the Confessions of a Military Spouse podcast on whatever day it is that you are currently tuning in. I am your host, Jenna Burt, I'm a military spouse of 10 years, a mom, a registered and certified dental assistant, and a certified phlebotomist. Again, I just want to say thank you for taking me with you wherever you are and being here with me today. If you find that anything in today's episode resonates with you, or if you know of someone else who might be interested in hearing this episode, please, please, please share. And as always, I appreciate any and all feedback. So if you would like to leave me some feedback, please feel free to email me at confessionsofamillspouse at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Confessions of a Military Spouse, on Instagram at Confessions of a Mill Spouse, or at publichousemedia.org. So imagine if one day you woke up and all of a sudden, every responsibility fell on you. You might be thinking to yourself, because I've heard it before, well, my spouse doesn't do much around the house to begin with, so it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But I'm here to tell you that even if your spouse does the smallest things, like the dishes or taking out the trash or setting the trash can out, whenever it's trash day, those small things add up to really big things over time. Now... Imagine all of a sudden every responsibility fell on you. Can you imagine the pressure that you would feel? I certainly can, and I know almost every other military spouse can as well, and that's what I want to talk about today. First and foremost, I want to start by saying that military life is not rainbows and unicorns. And when I decided to make this podcast, I promised myself that I would be real, raw, and I wanted to be honest with all of my listeners. And that's exactly what I've done. I want to apologize to my listeners if any of you perceive this podcast as only negative and that I only view military spouse life as an negative thing because that's definitely not the case. I've had some really great experiences as a military spouse, um, like my naval doctor who recently listened to me about my vitamin B12 deficiency. And if you aren't sure what I'm talking about right now, go check out my Instagram page because I posted about it there. And I definitely talk about my great experiences, but in order to be real and raw with you all, I have to talk about the negative too, which sometimes in military spouse life outweighs the positive. And unfortunately, that's the reality of the situation and what a lot of people 
don't realize. When starting this podcast, I said I was going to expose the true confessions of a military spouse. I mean, hello, that is the name of my podcast. (laughs) Um, And if that makes your view of my opinion on military spouse life seem like it's negative, then I'm sorry for that because that's definitely not how I feel about being a military spouse. But being real and raw and honest with my listeners can definitely bring out some of that negativity. I also feel like a lot of people who are not involved in the military life have this pretty picture of military life and they picture it as unicorns and rainbows and free healthcare, lots of money and moving to all these amazing places and (laughs) that's not the truth of it at all. (laughs) Yes, you know, we get to move and not have to use our money to do it and we get quote unquote free healthcare, but we are definitely not loaded with money. Let me just tell you. And that is why I started this podcast to let other military spouses know they're not alone in their feelings, but also to let people who are not involved in the military life to have them to allow them to have a snapshot of what military life is really all about. I've had so many listeners reach out to me after an episode thanking me for writing that specific episode and continuing my podcast and talking about the things that I talk about and telling me, oh, I'm so glad you made this episode about this because it's great to know I'm not the only one who feels this way and I'm not the only one who's had experiences like that and I finally feel like I have a community even though I'm not physically near you. I've also had listeners tell me they appreciate the fact that I'm real and I'm open and honest about the truth of military life, which in fact is not all rainbows and unicorns. So to all of you who reach out to me with those words of encouragement, for me, I cannot begin to explain how much it truly means to me. You know, just as much as this podcast means to you as a listener It means just that much to me as, you know, the person creating it to know that what I'm putting out there is benefiting people and that people want to hear what I have to say. Now, back to the pressure. (laughs) Um, The pressure that a military spouse has to deal with at any given time to me is honestly insane. As I just said, you know, imagine that one day you woke up and all of a sudden every single responsibility falls on you from something as small as getting the kids off to school to setting the trash out every week um, to cooking dinner and doing the dishes to laundry. I mean, you know, as I'm sitting here, you can probably think of all the things that have to be done around your house and you know, the list goes on and on. I mean... If you add up every responsibility within a household, it is a lot to take into consideration. And if you have a kid or kids, it's even more. Plus, add in a worldwide pandemic, and now you've just about sent every military spouse over the edge. And this, this is the truth about being a military spouse. You literally wake up one day and every responsibility that was shared in your household is now your responsibility. Solely from being a military spouse to being a mom, to a friend, to a coworker, to a sister, to a daughter, you know, and everything in between. It is now all your responsibility. And I am here to speak for all military spouses and say that it is a lot. It's overwhelming. It's cumbersome. And it is downright exhausting, no matter how much people try to help you. 
It's never the same as having your spouse there. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that. Military spouses are also the type of people that don't like to ask for help. I mean, I obviously can't speak for every military spouse, but I can speak for myself and I can tell you that I don't like to ask for help because I don't ever want to feel like a burden because I know that other military spouses are pretty much going through the same thing that I am. And I know how hard it is to handle my own stuff, so I don't ever want to shove my stuff on top of another military spouse that already has their own stuff going on. Because like I said, I know how it feels to have the weight of the world on my shoulders and to literally feel like you cannot take any more. So I'm not good about asking for help. Now, the flip side of that is I also try not to complain too much about it. I mean, apparently I complain about it on here, (laughs) but in real life, I truly try not to complain about it too much because I don't want people feeling bad for me. I don't want people feeling guilty, you know, for what they have and maybe I don't. And anyone that says, quote unquote, you knew what you were getting into when you married someone in the military, I'm just here to tell you that's bullshit. No one knew as a military spouse what the hell they were signing up for. They didn't know that one day they would wake up and have ever responsibility ever on them. They had no idea. That saying is just a bullshit excuse to not help your friends. Or obviously they're not your friends if you're sitting there telling them that. That's also another reason military spouses aren't great about asking for help. We get told so often that we knew what we were getting into when we married someone in the military that we feel guilty about asking for help because since we quote unquote knew what we were getting into, we shouldn't have to ask for help. It has literally been burned into my brain as a military spouse that I knew what I was signing up for by marrying someone in the military and that I shouldn't feel bad for myself for all the responsibility that I now have. So since that's the case and that's basically what's been etched into my brain, I don't ask for help. I kind of have the mentality of, well, I knew what I was getting into, so I need to know how to get myself out of it. But to be honest, that really, really bothers me. And that's where society and anyone who uses that saying is completely wrong. Even if being a military spouse came with a manual, which you guys, it doesn't. But if it did, we should still never feel guilty for asking for help, period. We're still normal. Well, mostly normal human beings. And I don't know a single human being in this world that has not ever asked for help for something. So why should military spouses be any different? And unfortunately, this just doesn't just happen with non-military people. This happens within the military spouse community as well. Military spouses can be just as nasty as non-military spouse people or non-military people, which is what bothers me the most because we as military spouses need to be encouraging, uplifting, and we need to be there the most for other military spouses. Yes, we are all usually going through the same thing, but we don't all handle and process change the same way. So maybe this is your third deployment, but it's another spouse within the unit's first deployment. Reach out to that spouse. They probably have a lot of questions. They probably feel feel silly for the questions they have, and they probably feel lonely. 
It's times like that that we as military spouses need to stick together. Be the bigger person. Be the one to reach out and make other military spouses feel loved and let them know that they are not alone. Now, I know in this episode, it kind of makes it seem like literally in an instant our world changes. And sometimes that really is the case. But fortunately, I guess, I don't really know. (laughs) Most of the time... Um, like for trainings and deployments and things like that, we do have advance notice before they leave, which knowing that seems like it would make things, I guess, better or easier because we have time to prepare. But when I think about that, I think about like, how do you prepare for a huge part of your life to be gone for months at a time? Well, let me just tell you, as a military spouse, you prepare by getting a will together. You prepare by getting a power of attorney. You prepare by spending every minute you have together doing fun things to create memories that will last a lifetime. You don't spend that time counting down the days until they leave. You don't spend that time thinking about how great it is that it's going to be whenever they're gone. No, you spend that time thinking, wow, this could be the last time we do this together. Or this could be the last time I see my spouse. Or this could be the last time that my spouse will be able to read our child a bedtime story for months. That's how you spend your time, quote unquote, preparing for them to leave. You also don't spend your time thinking, hmm, I wonder if there's going to be a worldwide pandemic that will delay them from coming home when they're supposed to, or put them on ROM whenever they do come home, or that will change everything about the school system entirely, or... That will completely wipe out toilet paper, Lysol wipes, paper towels, and make it all next to impossible to find. You also don't think that your health is going to take a serious plummet and send you into a headspace where you can barely function day to day and you literally question how you'll make it through to the next day. You just don't think about any of that. So when the time comes and they actually end up leaving, reality hits. And it hits really hard because now, like I said, everything is your responsibility. It's a very harsh reality. And to be honest, for me, it usually doesn't hit until about a week or so in. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this is really happening. Like, he's really going to be gone for months. It's really going to be months of this day after day after day. Not to mention, while doing all the things to, you know, just stay alive and to keep your kid or kids alive, you know, work a job, keep the house clean, mow the lawn, etc. You also have to figure out the time difference and find out when you and your spouse can talk throughout the day and or the night. And that in itself is usually a pretty tough task. So... I know this is a hot topic and I hear women all the time, not just military spouses, but women in general all the time talking about how their spouses don't do anything around the house. And I usually beg to differ unless your spouse is literally like waking up, going to work, coming home, and then not lifting a finger. I think that they probably do something. So even if your spouse only does one thing around the house, that's one less thing that you have to do. But then, boom, (laughs) all of a sudden they're gone and now you have one more responsibility that you have to take care of and who knows, 
that might be the one responsibility that sends you over the edge. You know, I am notorious for saying that my husband works too much and doesn't help out around the house as much as I want. And then he leaves and it's really a wake up call for me. I end up being like, ah, shit. (laughs) I don't want to admit it, but he did a lot more than I thought from littlest things like washing the dishes after I cooked supper to putting laundry in the washer and then moving it to the dryer to sitting the trash can out by the curb each week to mowing the lawn and oh my god do I hate doing trash and lawn duty (sighs) and it seems so minimal and so silly but when he's not here those small things are the things that just about send me over the edge especially mowing the lawn And like I said, I'm not good at asking for help. I never want to burden someone else with my problems or with my issues. It's just who I am. And I'm also the person who will say yes, 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 yes to everyone else before I ever ask for myself. Now, I will say one thing I think I've mentioned previously is basically to assign tasks when they're gone. Um, one of the best things I did during a previous deployment was hire a teenage kid to mow my lawn. Thank you, Jesus. And a housekeeper to come once a month. So when I talk about like assigning tasks, that's what I mean. Don't be afraid to hire that kid to mow your lawn or that housekeeper to clean your house or pay that laundry mat to wash your clothes. Um, Or pay that babysitter so you can have a kid-free dinner. Whatever is literally going to save your sanity while they're gone, do that. Your responsibilities are already enough. Trying to be the perfect person or the perfect military spouse does not need to be one of those two. So please, as a military spouse, and I'm going to take my own advice, do not be afraid to reach out and ask for help. And for those of you that have friends who are reaching out and asking for help, please do not make them feel bad for doing so. I promise it's hard enough as it is for military spouses to ask for help, we literally do not need the added stress of feeling bad for reaching out. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And I hope that today's episode resonates with you and maybe even shed some light for some of you who are not military spouses on the things that we as military spouses experience and how we quote unquote process things. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing today's episode, please share it. And again, thank you for being here with me today. Also, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform so you never miss an episode.